going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carlo Guadagnino. This is the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour. Uh, part two of our virtual transition, I guess we would call it. Um, Katie Malone, live from New Jersey. She's going to be on the show with us today. She's going to talk about everything from how she got to Bethany to what she's doing now at NBC. Um, and we're obviously going to send it to KJ at Maple Shades Outdoors and Harry Chambers with Chambers General Store. But without further ado... This is Katie Ballone. What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carlo Guadagnino. This is the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour. My guest this week, live from New Jersey, is Katie Ballone, class of 2017. Katie, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm glad you asked me. Here's here. I, I can't give this to you, but we'll rain check next time you're in Pittsburgh. I, actually, I miss it so much. Like there's certain things in West Virginia, obviously, that aren't here. <laughs> Send it my way. <laughs> I 100% will do that. So we're going to do the show the same way we do it every week. Uh, we're going to have some drinks. We're going to have a conversation about how you ended up at Bethany mm -hmm. and what you did when you were at Bethany and then what you're doing now. So Let's do it. Uh, I guess, why don't you start the story off with how, why Bethany? Why Bethany? So my sister went to Bethany first um, and you know when she got recruited and I came in with her when she like first visited the school we got a tour um, I wanted to say even Jan gave us a tour she was with us pretty much the whole time so she was one of the first people that I met here as well and she really liked the school and every time that I was in high school I would come and visit her too because I'd be missing my sister so much Absolutely. I would want to see how she was doing because if you ever met my sister before college, she was, and I mean, maybe even between college, but like she was so quiet, mm -hmm. like very to herself, you know, and then when she went to Bethany, it was like she became such an amazing person. And I was like, I want to do that myself. And I want to experience what she experienced too. And again, I came visited here so much with her that I was like, oh my God, like- You were basically already here anyway. Literally, I was like, I just need to go here already. And Bethany was the only school I actually applied to and I got in right away, thank God, <laughs> so. So let's talk about that transition between, so you, you graduate high school, uh, mm -hmm. fall of 13, you're coming to Bethany. Um, was, there an, was there any issues for you in the, in, like time management or oh my God. force load, stuff like that. Like, let's talk about your freshman year and kind of maybe some of the struggles. Right. That's actually, I'm glad you brought it up because my first year I actually came in as a business um, degree. And I was like going off of that because I'm like, everyone could do something with business, this and that, blah, blah. But I also really didn't look at any other majors like at Bethany beforehand too. I was just like, I'm going to do business. Yeah, I went in, I took my first economics class and I was like, I don't think this is- I don't think I want to do business anymore. I literally <laughs> opt out right away. I'm not even kidding. And yeah, that uh, first semester, definitely I was wanting to hang out with everyone, you know, go to certain parties, go to certain things, like not really using my time wisely and forgetting that I was there for school. Well, and that's the freedom that this place provides you. And and most and any yes. college does is that first. I would say at any college, like big or small, you're 
you're going to want to do whatever you want because you're away from home. And again, I was, you know, from Rochester, New York, going all the way to West Virginia. I'm like, I'm, I don't have my parents to tell me what to do. I'm going to do what I want, this and that. And yeah, I shouldn't have done that, <laughs> that so much. Um, obviously, after the first semester, I'll never forget. I mean, I'll say what I got. I got a 1.3 my first semester. Yes. And I'll never forget. My mom was like, yo, you have to do better. Why is this happening? And I was just like, yeah. And then also, I wanted to be in a sorority because my sister was in 5U. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, they're definitely not going to let me in now. Not one of them. Because <laughs> that's a great thing about stories, too, is that, like, they really go off their grades. And I'm like, I wanted to be in a sorority so bad. I wouldn't even say find you. I would say sorority because, like, I was keeping every option open at the time. Because, yeah, Maria, I definitely wanted to follow in her footsteps. But maybe there was a different house better for me. So I definitely kept that open. And thank God I had to get like a signature sign from the, I want to say either Stebbins or Sam Gooch. I'm trying to remember who, but like to let me go through recruitment because my grades were so low. So, so. you, you get to go through recruitment. You end up at yes. Um You're no longer a business major. <laughs> yes. I went actually straight into communications after that. And like probably the best decision I've ever made, obviously, um, because right after that, my grades were above a 3.0. Mm-hmm. I'm actually liking what I was doing and enjoying going. And, you know, I was in TV like right away. I want to say like my fr- spring freshman year, going into literally my senior year, always in TV, trying to help out. And I think interacting and doing stuff like that, being hands-on, made me want to do better too. You know what I mean? And also then going into sorority life and being like, all right, I need to get my life together and not just worry about partying or doing this. Like I'm actually here for a reason. So so you 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 get really involved in the con department. You get very involved in Greek life as a whole, not just being a fine you. I mean I believe you were a panhelp president at one time. I mean you were very involved um how did how did you begin and and maintain that management of your time be able to do all that coming off of that struggle in that first semester I think it was like motivation honestly from going to that and like you know talking to certain people like within the story life within find you because obviously I chose find you at the end and like literally being like listen Katie like we had our academics, like we had, you know, someone being like, you need to work on this. And I was like, you know what, you're right. I, and again, going into communications, I actually enjoyed doing it. So I was like, I can actually enjoy doing my homework. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can actually enjoy like reading about certain things and actually understanding the purpose of it. Cause that's another thing too. I feel like in high school, I wasn't really good in school and this and that. And so then going here, I was like, I need to do better for myself. So then also getting into positions in the house, you have to be a role model. Yeah. Other people want to look at you being like, all right, she's doing good in school. She's doing good in this. I can do it too. So that was another thing for myself is like, I wanted to show that other people can do it too. 
um, because I feel like that's what helped me. And you don't necessarily have to be the strongest student to become a strong student. Well, yeah, exactly. Like I really was not good in school. I mean, I had, you know, maybe a 2.7 at the most in high school, like very, you know, just right at the average, right at the average grade level. Right. Um, so you explained why you got into Greek life. What was the attraction to calm? What drew you into that? What did you, what, what all did you get involved with on that side of? Yeah. So really again, Maria, when she joined Find You, I saw her become a better person. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, that just like made me be like, I want to do this too, because, you know, first off, good for a resume it helps you become a better person um and that was one thing too that I was like in college like I want to build up my resume mm-hmm. you know do stuff in the future and actually learn about certain things because it will actually help me later on so definitely sorority life you know has that reputation of being partying and like I totally get it but also you have to think about the other side of it like if you want to be in the house and have a voice and certain things like that, like you have to have the grades. Mm-hmm. Um, that definitely was like motivating for me to do that. But also like for any house, I mean, I'm not just speaking for my, by me, but like any house, you know, really made sure that you kept up with your grades well, and an academic person to help out with that. So if I, if I remember, if my memory serves me correctly mm-hmm. on the calm side of things, you uh, you hosted a show. You yeah. and Lexi Naples. It was a movie review show, uh, and it, it made office. And it won a crystal. Yes, and you want to know what's funny? I was trying to think of it today before I came on here. I was like, "Gosh, why am I blinking on the award?" <laughs> From the I can't Very remember. Very big why. moment. Like Scholastic Journal, Collegiate Journal. It was PRSSA for West Virginia, something like that. And it was a Crystal Award for Best Long Form Video. So so there was that. But where Katie and maybe the people at home don't know, <clears throat> where Katie starts to shine is somebody stuck her in, a tra- in the trailer and gave her a headset. And she got really good at telling people what to do. To make our shows all look really good. <laughs> I am, and this is probably a bad thing about me, but I'm a little bit of control freak in a sense. Campus view. Yeah, probably the oh, best yeah. thing for me because <laughs> I wanted to put on the air exactly what should be on the air. And yeah, it definitely was probably the perfect place for me. Yeah, I can be on the screen and talk about certain things like, you know, what you're doing now. Also, I was more interested on the back end of what's actually how it's being put on. How is the production being put on? Um, and I feel like I've always been like that, you know, moving into my career now. You know what I mean? Because um, I've always been asked, why don't you try to do this, this and that you did in college? And I was like, I enjoyed this more. Yeah. You, I mean, and, and at the end of the day, that's what makes you happy in your in right. field. Right. Yeah, so I started as a technical director and literally loved it, which made me even more into the comm department. More people were trying to ask me about certain things. Like I felt more like a leader there too, 
you know, helping out certain people, getting them an opportunity to do the things that they want to do and, you know, get that, you know, hands-on training. Well, you put one hell of a production on for Campus Feud, and I don't know how, because that was... That was both me and Lexi. Like, both of us were doing it together, because, again, like, Lexi wanted to do it, too, and I'm like, yeah, do it. That was <laughs> such a fun day. Like... For you, maybe. <laughs> oh, my God. I can tell you I had fun on the last ep- the last recording, the last episode. Because we everyone was going crazy. After that, I was great. Right. Uh, I mean, for a campus like us to do something like that was really cool. Absolutely. And having us, you know, record it and actually set it up the way that we wanted it to was also really cool, too. So if you were going to recommend Bethany from an academic point, would would you say that the McCann Learning Center, because I believe you used you worked with Heather Taylor very closely. And, and I actually really didn't in the beginning. And again, because I wasn't the best student in the beginning. And then I got my act together and I went and saw her a couple times here and there when I was actually taking like American lit, like doing certain English classes because I have still like a little learning disability that like, you know, it is what it is. And, but also I didn't let that stop me. You go and get help. You know what I mean? Like, that's the point of it. Um, You should never let that stuff like stop you for, you know, not getting the grades, go get help. And that's the point of the learning center. And there's other options there too. I mean, you can go to the library. There's always, there's students. uh, And like I said too, FIMU had those moments where you can study at home, like study at the house with your sisters and actually do the work meet up with someone that's in the same class, do the homework together, learn from each other. Like, you know, it's certain other things that you can take on, but you know, the learning center for sure, like is a great place to go to get help. Um, and I know a lot of people took it on. I, I would say, I wish I took it on more, that's, but I had other opportunities, other places too. That's probably one of my biggest regrets is not utilizing the learning center. Right. More. But utilizing the other, there was other avenues. I mean, I, there was you know, yeah, exactly. Bishop and other people that we had in the house. Yeah, that, I used it here and there too. And I'm not saying I didn't because, you know, again, for like American Lit and certain things, I had to get it like proofread and like mm-hmm. that I made sense because of my learning disability. And yeah, I just, you know, I really recommend, you know, taking that and making sure you use it as much as you can if you need it. You know what I mean? Well, so I think that's a good place to stop. We're going to take a pause. You and I can regroup. We're going to send it to KJ over there at Maple Shades Outdoors. KJ! So Karen Dunn, owner and founder, uh, operator, editor, video extraordinaire, man over there at Maple Shades Outdoors. Follow them on and subscribe to them on YouTube. Follow them on Instagram. Uh, A lot of great stuff going up. But without further ado, go ahead, KJ, take it away. What's going on, everybody? This is Kieran Dunn, founder of Maple Shade Outdoors. You're currently watching Dingo Talk with my man, Carlo. If you're anything like me and you're really enjoying this content, you should like and subscribe his page. While you're on YouTube, you should probably just head over and like and subscribe Maple Shade Outdoors. Check out our page, enjoy some videos, some outdoor content. 
you might as well hop on Instagram, Facebook, follow us, Maple Shade Outdoors. Now that's enough about me. I'm trying to get back and watch the rest of Dingo Talk, so I'll talk to y'all later. What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carla Guadagnino. This is the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour. As you've probably known, if you've made it to this far, our guest is Katie Vallone, class of 2017. Uh, Katie talked about everything, how she got to Bethany, a lot about Greek life and her experiences here. Uh, now we're going to talk about the experience that every Bethany person has in common. Conks. Okay. So the week leading up to comps, you're studying. Yes. How'd it go? So it was me and Lexi. Um, I want to say both me and her like planned. We're like, we're going to take comps together. We're going to study together and we're going to pass this and kill it. Like we were like, I want to say we planned it, but maybe we didn't. And it was just coincidence, but I'm very sure that we did. But luckily enough, I had my best friend Lexi to do it with me. And, you know, Lexi was a very smart person. I mean, she still is. She's very, very smart. And again, having a little learning disability and like, you know, wanting to do best for myself being with her and actually like we took it seriously we had set up all our whole cube and find you because we're in the same cube um and i want to say most of our years we made sure that we were in the same cube in find you i want to say two out of the four years um and we told everyone in the cube we're like sorry we're gonna take this over this is gonna be our study walls like we're gonna be in here if you could very politely not be loud. Not <laughs> be here. And especially because we did it in the spring too. So everyone's going, doing things, you know, having fun, which yeah, it sucked. Cause you're like, oh, I'm missing out. But also like, I liked having in the spring because when I got out of comps, it was so nice out. Like I just, I liked the, you know, whole environment for it. So you study that whole week. Um, you and Lexi and hey who knows maybe we'll get Lexi and maybe even be able to wrangle up Dustin Hess and get him out of the hiatus he's been on yeah. there. they're both down there in Florida I'm sure it's freezing um, <laughs> not like I'm not unlike us that are sitting in snow and waiting for more snow and more cold I just called her like she is in the best weather possible <laughs> um, so you guys took the studying very seriously. You open your folder that Monday, first day of written's. Yeah. What is your reaction to the questions you, based on the way you studied and the questions you read, what's the initial feeling? I got this, to be honest. Um, Cause you know, that was another thing good too is Emmy Gamble at the time she worked at um, comm department, um, head of the department. Um, she really helped us prepare and like let us know what was going down and me and Lexi prepared. And so when we got into it, um, I felt prepared. I mean, the thing is, you know, you're there for so long and you want to use as much time as possible to, um, to make sure, you know, you didn't miss anything. And I recommend use as much time as possible. Like, absolutely that you have to, once you're done, you're done. Like take that extra half an hour if needed, 
read it over, make sure you have exactly what you want, because again, that's your grade. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and it's the grade. It's, I was going to say, you don't want to take it again. Uh, like, this is not something you want to take again. So take as much time as possible, like reading it over, making sure you have everything in there. But yeah, I really took advantage of that too. I want to say, I don't, I wasn't the last person in there, but one of the last, I took as much time as I needed and, you know, really got everything done. The first day, it felt good. Second day. I was like going out and I'm like, oh my God, what did I just do? And like me and Lexi were talking and I was talking with other people that were taking comps at the time too from communications. And, you know, I was just like, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not, I, I don't know how I did. But I'm like, but it's done. Like I did what I had to do. It's done. If you didn't get a call that day, you're okay. So that's all I thought about. I was like, if I don't get a call, I'm okay. If I don't get a call, I'm okay. And you didn't get a call. But when Maria was graduating, um, I was there and there was a girl on FIMU. I'm not going to say names, obviously. But there was a girl on FIMU and she got a call. When I was there, she got a call like saying like she can't even do. Because it's not going to be enough to. Yeah. And she was freaking out. And I want to say she actually um, somehow, like, I want to say she got orals. Like she like pushed and was like, I can do it. And I want to say she passed. But again, I don't, I don't remember. Mm -hmm. um, I just remember like her getting called and like people freaking out because, you know, it's a big deal. It is. So I was like, if I just don't get the call. I'll be okay. That's all I was thinking about. And so you walk out, as you said, you loved the, the fact that it was beautiful out. It was springtime in Bethany. Yeah. Uh, you then get a week to kind of enjoy Bethany, do whatever you wanted. It was um, now in that process, were you already applying to NBC and interviewing and? Yes. So I want to even say before comps, I was in contact right away with JP Silk. Um, he was a master control operator at NBC Universal. Um, and if you guys know a master control operator is someone that's pretty much keeping live TV on air. Like making sure 24 seven that the content is up, you have your captions, you have you know the little logo at the bottom, everything is running smoothly. And so then I was in contact with him way before. And luckily he heard my yeah, name. Yes, Nadim. Are you kidding? Hi, Nadim. Love you. I didn't do this for your interview. You all might remember Nadim was on the show last week and apparently he didn't get enough air time. I thought you were just chopping it up afterwards. He did. Okay, can you go away? This yes, is my interview. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I didn't barge in on yours. Go and on. part of this new virtual thing that we're doing is you never know who can pop up now. Oh, goodness. Luckily, he doesn't do it for my actual, like, job. <laughs> he asks. He'll come. He'll be like, are you on camera? <laughs> or he'll be like, can they see me? <laughs> nope, not for this one. Okay. 
So you were in contact with JP. Um, yeah, so I was in contact with him right away. And he heard about me from Emmy and um, wanted to talk right away. And I did. I talked to him and I sent him my resume. And he sent it in right to um, the manager at the time. And I got an interview two weeks after I graduated. So now did you go back to Rochester for a week and, and spend time yeah. spend time with the family and then? Yeah, I graduated, went back home for a week just to like unpack and then literally booked a hotel in Jersey and went by myself. So it was the first time also like going and doing something like this, booking my hotel, going and you know, doing this without anyone helping me, which, you know, again, is a learning experience. You have to do it for yourself. And I went and, you know, the first time it's called the NOC, we call it um, the Network Operating Center, where again, everything, you see all the little screens, everything's being played live, sports and entertainment. Mm -hmm. and it's like, oh my God, like, this is awesome. That's your, that's your Graceland right there. This is there. my mojo. This is where I'm supposed to be. Like, that's when I knew I was like at the right place. Mm -hmm. And JP was there when I was getting the tour and everything. And then I want to say a week later or around there, not too long, I got accepted as a contractor. So I, and again, a contractor for there, they have a certain program um, that you're full-time for one year um, until then you have to become staff. And then once you're staff, then you're good. If you don't become staff, you're a contractor at part-time. So that full year, I was like, I'm going to put in the best work possible. Like I worked 50 hour weeks. Like I was probably not to like brush off my shoulder. I was one of the best people there. Like really making sure that I got as many hours, like the people would call me being like, Hey, you want to work overtime? I'd be like, yes, working that right away. Because also I had to pay my own bills. Yeah. Yeah. I was paying, um, for almost 1500 for a one bedroom by myself. Ooh. So yeah, I took that overtime as much as I could. <laughs> So you went from a contractor and then you became part of staff? So it's a long story. And again, I'll start from there. So um, when I was um, like a contractor, but full time, mm -hmm. um, my manager pulled me aside, you know, having like a one-on-one -on -one conversation just to see how things are going. And the whole time I was telling him, like, I want to be staff. I want to do more there, this and that. And he's like, Katie... And I'll thank him for this. His name is Eric. I'll thank him for this literally forever. He's like, no offense, but like, you could do better than this. I see you doing other things. And I know someone that needs the help and where you can fit perfectly in. And I was like, okay, well, what do you mean? He explained to me that it was a nine to five job, you know, Monday through Friday, this and that. And I was like, sold. I can do that. Because <laughs> I was working at the time 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. Mm -hmm. And again, like I would take whatever overtime shift. So I would work early mornings, late at night, like whenever, like asking the dean. I literally like there were sometimes because we're still dating at the time. Like I would be texting and be like, 
going in for shifts, going in for shifts, like constantly. But again, having that motivation and having, you know, my manager at the time see that and then be like, she could do this. So I then transferred teams and I went as a contractor still, but um, I went to become a business operations coordinator for the quality and project management team. And I actually, at the time, I think it was just the quality team. So the quality team, my team that I'm currently on now mm -hmm. is, um, we are the business side of things I can say. And we are the ones talking with our, the VPs, the executive VPs presenting out um, PowerPoint decks of all the metrics and what we call reliability of all of the networks and performances that we're presenting out to people like you, like everyone. So that was a very eye-opening experience because I was like, am I a corporate person? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Cause again, like you said, like I'm always that technical person. I really enjoyed it, but I'm like, am I going to regret not trying it? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Cause yeah, you can stay in one place for as long as you want. Again, JP, he really loves it. He likes what he's doing. He's been there for 30 plus years. Mm -hmm. Um, me, I was like, I want to test it out. I want to see more things about NBC. You know what I mean? And again, I was young. So I went and I worked as a contractor there. And then at the time, um, my boss now, but my boss then was, um, they couldn't hire someone at the time. So my contract was over. I was working part-time for two months, freaking out, putting my resume in NBC anywhere. Finally, I got a full-time staff position as a digital operations coordinator. Um, still NBC, still same place. Um, so I knew everyone there still, and I worked there for a year. So again, this is like, that was like one year as a contractor. And then I went to a digital field where again, I mean, Nadine probably explained it. It's where Nadine works now, but um, you're just making sure that every, all the content is on your devices and making sure that it's running smoothly you know, the live feeds, things like that. It's a really cool job. Okay. And you know, my boss then at the time, freaking awesome. His name's Bill. Um, really, really great bosses. Finally, my manager now, she was like, Katie, I need you back. And I was like, and at the DNOC, you're 24 hours. Um, you know, again, so I was working at that time when she asked me to come back at, I was working 8 p.m. to, I don't want to say 6 a.m. I want to say it was like 4 p.m. Or, or 4 a.m., something like that. Okay. So you were the late lady. I am not a late night person. <laughs> I was like, get me out of this. I love you guys. This was a great experience again, because I'll say this again, you always want to try different things to make sure you actually like what you're doing. I liked what I was doing with the team. They just couldn't hire me at the time. Mm -hmm. And then they could hire me and I was getting paid more and, you know, full-time still everything. And I was like, I'm going to go back. Got a job. So that's where you are now. 
Yes. So I went back. I was a business operations coordinator then. And then a couple months ago, I want to say in October, it was kind of like a nice birthday present. I got promoted um, to be a business operations specialist. So Congratulations. I in all post, thank you. It was great. I like cried because I don't know. It was just like, she was one of the people that I really looked up to. I still do to this day. Um, and, you know, then going back and, you know, her, she talked to me being like, you really deserve this. You did so much. Um, especially during COVID, like the COVID season, like being work from home, um, you killed it. And so she gave me a promotion. And well, so, so you're working from home as well. Yes, I love it. So Nadim said he never wants to go back anywhere. He wants to work from home forever. Oh. Same. <laughs> <laughs> just, just same, like no... Like, don't get me wrong, I miss my work friends because that's a thing too, like going from different departments and the department that I'm in now, we stretch out to all, we're like support every other team, like every other vertical. So we're like that support structure for the business side of things. So I know a lot of people in different departments too. And um, I mean, you can ask if, you know, like Cody or Lily, they work at NBC too now. And they will always be like seeing me be like, oh, hey, hello, hey, like, because again, I'm a very social person. And yeah, it's, you know, I miss that. I miss that, you know, lifestyle, but also like, I love waking up 10 minutes before work, just putting on a better shirt, not like a nice shirt. Just a better shirt. Trying, you know what I mean? And going right to my computer and doing what I do because my job luckily was very easy to work from home yeah. even if i wasn't like if the pandemic didn't happen which you know obviously did and ruined a lot of things for a lot of people but if it didn't i was still able to work at home no matter what which was nice but for someone like nadim you know i was actually very surprised their transformation in having them work from home you know, because a lot of their stuff is with different devices and doing that. Mm -hmm. um, they provide everything for him to do his job at home. So they put in that time and that effort to get people to work from home and be safe. And like, I reckon like. And still keep the day-to-day -day operations going. Absolutely. He can do his day-to-day -day job at home safely to full capacity. You know what I mean? And that's like a huge like collapse to NBC and like our IT teams and you know, all that snaps. <laughs> but like, and you know, other teams are doing the same. It's a huge thing. And a lot of, you know, the work environment's going to change because of that. Absolutely. You know I mean? um, so I'm blessed. So we've come to that point. I'm gonna ask you our final question and then we're gonna send it to another good friend of yours, that, that Harry Chambers guy. Can I, tell you, I miss, not just the breakfast sandwiches, but the pulled pork sandwiches. Which Eric could tell you, I was there every Thursday getting that sandwich. So if he can send me one. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'll have to tell him that there is a special message for him in this episode that he has to watch. Of course. Yes, please. So if you had to recommend Bethany just as a whole, you're talking to somebody, maybe it's a parent. Maybe it's somebody that 
is it West West Virginia, Pennsylvania, Ohio that is close to Bethany? They're they're going to look to make that jump. What would your recommendation be being from? I mean, you're you're a good ways up there in Rochester. Yeah, it's like it's crazy that we even found it. You know what I mean? But um, they made the effort, obviously, to find Maria. And again, I, if it wasn't for Maria, I wouldn't have found the school. So we have to thank Maria. If you're watching this, shout out Maria. <laughs> Maria, shameless plug for the show. We want to have you on. So she would love to be on. She's a good one to have too, especially for what she's doing now. So not to say, not to. That's a teaser. We'll just leave it alone. You'll right. have to get on the show to find out. Uh, but so you had that connection of your sister being here uh, because you didn't come here to play a sport. I actually played tennis for two years. So I did come because I really enjoyed tennis. Um, but then when... I was playing, you know, I don't know. There was a lot of other things that I was doing differently that didn't really matter. I like tennis really wasn't fitting in. And then I really, like you said, got more into communications. I got more into stuff. So it was two years of fun, but that's it. So uh, this is the point where I send it to that guy, the bald guy down there. He's been there for a lot of years. I don't know. He told us, he told us a couple of shows ago. It's a lot of years. Um, Chambers General Store, if you've been to Bethany and you've not gone in there, you didn't actually come to Bethany, uh, they have two shirts, the Shroom Capital of the World shirts, and the, uh, I have it right there, I just, I'm not gonna, you know, um, they have the, uh, new red shirts, it says Chambers General Store on the front, and on the back it says if they don't have it, if they don't have it, you don't need it, breakfast sandwiches all day, uh, biscuits and gravy now, He's got lunch specials. He's got soups in the wintertime, uh, fish Fridays. And oh, cool. I wanted to say, again, thank you for being on the show. Of course. And without further ado, Harry Chambers, take it away. You just watched another exciting episode of Dingo Talk, recorded in the secret lair deep in the hills of Bethany, West Virginia. Let me give a shout out to my man Don over at Maple Shade Outdoor. He got some great, he's got some great stuff going on over there on YouTube and Instagram. Please make sure you check him out. Also, now available as promised, we have the second edition Bethany, West Virginia, Mushroom Capital of the World t-shirts and our Chambers General Store. If we don't have it, you don't need it t-shirts. Available in all sizes. So make sure you stop by the store for a t-shirt, breakfast sandwich, or sausage biscuits and gravy and make sure to check out those daily lunch specials. Now back to you, Dingo. You wanna know by now.